Our Passes to India, Chapter 36, Part 2 Thus far the red-nosed boy. Aziz was distracted for a moment by blurred sounds coming from over the water. The procession was underway. The second letter was from Miss Quested to Mrs. Fielding. It contained one or two interesting touches. The writer hoped that Ralph will enjoy his India more than I did mine and appear to have given him money for this purpose. My debt, which I shall never repay in person. What debt did Miss Quested imagine she owed to the country? He did not relish the phrase. Talk of Ralph's health. It was all Stella and Ralph, even Cyril and Ronnie, all so friendly and sensible, and written in a spirit he could not command. He envied the easy intercourse that is only possible in a nation whose women are free. These five people were making up their little difficulties and closing their broken ranks against the alien. Even his slope was coming in. Hence the strength of England and in a spurt of temper he hit the piano and since the notes had swollen and stuck together in groups of threes he produced a remarkable noise. Oh, oh, who is that? said a nervous and respectful voice. He could not remember where he had heard its tone before. Something moved in the twilight of an adjoining room. He replied, State doctor, ridden over to inquire. Very little English. Slipped the letters into his pocket and to show that he had free country to the guest house, struck the piano again. Ralph Moore, come into the light. What a strange-looking youth, tall, prematurely aged, the blue eyes faded with anxiety, the hair impoverished and tousled, not a type that is often exported imperially. The doctor in Aziz thought, born of too old a mother, the poet found him rather beautiful. I was unable to call earlier, owing to pressure of work. How are the celebrated bee stings? He asked patronizingly. I was resting. They thought I had better. They throbbed rather. His timidity and evident newness had complicated effects on the malcontent. Speaking threateningly, he said, Come here, please allow me to look. They were practically alone and he could treat the patient as Calendar had treated Nureddin. You said this morning. The best of doctors makes mistakes. Come here, please, for the diagnosis under the lamp. I am pressed for time. Oh, what is the matter, pray? Your hands are unkind. He started and glanced down at them. The extraordinary youth was right, and he put them down behind his back before replying with outward anger. What the devil have my hands to do with you? This is a most strange remark. I am a qualified doctor who will not hurt you. I don't mind pain. There is no pain. No pain? Not really. Excellent news, sneered Aziz. But there is cruelty. I have brought you some salve, but how to put it on in your present nervous state becomes a problem. He continued after a pause. Please leave it with me. Certainly not. It returns to my dispensary at once. He stretched forward, and the other retreated to the farther side of a table. Now, 
do you want me to treat your stings or do you prefer an english doctor that is one at asirgarh asirgarh is 40 miles away and the ring not damn broken now you see how you are placed i think i had better see mr felding about you this is really great nonsense your present behavior they are out in a boat he replied glancing about him for support as is faint intense surprised they have not gone in the direction of mau i hope on a night like this the people become almost fanatical and as if to confirm him there was a sob addu the lips of a giant had parted the procession was approaching the jail you should not treat us like this he challenged and this time aziz was checked for the voice though frightened was not weak like what dr aziz what have done you know her uh you know my name i see yes i am aziz no of course your great friend miss quested did me no harm at the marabar drowning his last words all the guns of the state went off a rocket from the jail garden gave the signal the prisoner had been released and was kissing the feet of the singers rose leaves fall from the houses sacred spices and coconut are brought forth It was the halfway moment the god had extended his temple and paused exultantly mixed and confused in their passes the rumors of salvation entered the guest house they were startled and moved on to the porch drawn by the sudden illumination the bronze gun up on the fort kept flashing the town was a blur of light in which the houses seemed dancing and the palace waving little wings the water below the hills and the sky above were not involved as yet there was still only a little light and song struggling among the shapeless lumps of the universe the song became audible through much repetition the choir was repeating and inverting the names of deities radha krishna radha krishna radha krishna radha krishna Krishna Radha Radha Krishna Radha Krishna Radha Krishna They sang and woke the sleeping sentry in the guest house he leant upon his iron tipped spear I must go back now good night said Aziz and held out his hand completely forgetting that they were not friends and focusing his heart on something more distant than the caves something beautiful his hand was sh- taken and then he remembered how detestable he had been and said gently don't you think me unkind anymore no how can you tell you strange fellow not difficult the one thing i always know can you always tell whether a stranger is your friend yes then you are an oriental he unclasped as he spoke with a little shudder those words he had said them to mrs moore in the mosque in the beginning of the cycle from which after so much suffering he had got free never be friends with the english mosque caves mosque caves and here he was starting again he handed the magic ointment to him take this think of me when you use it i shall never want it back 
I must give you one little present and it is all I have got. You are Mrs. Moore's son. I am that. He murmured to himself and a part of Aziz's mind that had been hidden seemed to move and force its way to the top. But you are Heeslope's brother also and alas, the two nations cannot be friends. I know, not yet. Did your mother speak to you about me? Yes, and with a swerve of voice and body that Aziz did not follow, he added, In her letters, in her letters, she loved you. Yes, your mother was my best friend in all the world. He was silent, puzzled by his own great gratitude. What did this eternal goodness of Mrs. Moore amount to? To nothing. If brought to the test of thought. She had not borne witness in his favor, nor visited him in the prison, yet she had stolen to the depths of his heart, and he always adored her. This is our monsoon, the best weather, he said, while the li lights of the procession waved as though embroidered on an agitated curtain. How I wish she could have seen them, our rains. Now is the time when all things are happy, young and old. They are happy out there with their savage noise. Though we cannot follow them, the tanks are all full, so they dance. And this is India. I wish you were not with officials. Then I would show you my country, but I cannot. Perhaps I will just take you out on the water now for one short half hour. Was the cycle beginning again? His heart was too full of drawback. He must slip out in the darkness and do the this one act of homies to mrs moore's son he knew where the oars were hidden to deter the visitors from going out and he brought the second pair in case they met the other boat the fieldings had pushed themselves out with long poles and might get into difficulties for the wind was rising once the water he became easy one kind Action was with him, always a channel for another, and soon the torrent of his hospitality gushed forth, and he began doing the honors of Mao, and persuading himself that he understood the wild procession, which increased in lights and sounds as the complications of its ritual developed. There was little need to row, for the refreshing gale blew them in the direction they desired. Thorns scattered the keel. They ran into the islet and startled some cranes. The strange temporary life of the august flood water borne them up and seemed as though it would last forever. The boat was a ruderless dingy, huddled up in the stern with this spare pair of oars in his arms. The guests asked no question about details. There was presently a flash of lightning, followed by a second flash. Little red scratches on the ponderous sky. Was that the Raja? He asked. What? What do you mean? Row back. But there's no Raja. Nothing. Row back. You will see what I mean. Aziz found it hard work against the advancing wind, but he fixed his eyes on the pin of light that marked the guest house and backed a few strokes. There, floating in the darkness, was a king who sat under a canopy in shining royal robes. I can't tell you what that is, I'm sure, he whispered. His highness is dead. I think we should go back at once. They were close to the 
promontory of the tombs and had looked straight into the chhatri of the raja's father through an opening in the trees that was the explanation he had heard of the image made to imitate life at inner mouse expense but he had never chanced to see it before though they frequently rode on the lake there was only one spot from which it could be seen and ralph had directed him to it hastily he pulled away feeling that his companion was not so much a visitor as a guide he remarked shall we go back now there is still the procession i would rather not go nearer they have such strange customs and might hurt you a little nearer aziz obeyed he knew with his heart that this was mrs moore's son and indeed until his heart was involved he knew nothing radha krishna radha krishna radha krishna radha krishna radha krishna went the chant then suddenly changed and in the interstice he heard almost certainly the syllables of salvation that had sounded during his trial at chandrapur mrs moore don't tell anyone that the raja is dead it is a secret still i am supposed not to say we pretend he is alive until after the festival to prevent unhappiness do you want to go still nearer yes he tried to keep the boat out of the glare of the torches that began to stare the others ashore rockets kept going off also the guns suddenly closer than he had calculated the palanquin of krishna appeared from behind a ruined wall and descended the curving glistening water steps on either side of it the singers stumbled a woman prominent a wild and beautiful young saint with flowers in her hair she was praising god without attributes thus did she apprehend him others praised him without attributes seeing him in this or that organ of the body or manifestation of the sky down they rushed to the foreshore and stood in the small waves and a sacred meal was prepared of which those who felt worthy partook old god bully detected the boat which was drifting in on the gale and he waved his arms whether in wrath or, or joy as is never discovered above stood the secular power of mao elephants artillery crowds and high above them a wild tempest started confined at first to the upper regions of the air gust of wind mixed darkness and light sheets of rain cut from the north stopped cut from the south began rising from below and across them struggled the singers sounding every note but terror and preparing to throw god away god himself into the storm thus was he thrown year after year and were others thrown little images of ganpati baskets of 10 day corn tiny tazias after mohara scrape goats husk emblems of passage of passage not easy not now not here not to be apprehended except when it is unattainable the god to be thrown was an emblem of that the village of gokul reappeared upon its tree it was the substitute for the silver image which never left its haze of flowers on behalf of another symbol it was to perish a servitor took it in his hands and tore off the blue and white streamers he was naked broad shouldered thin waisted the indian body again triumphant
and it was his hereditary office to close the gates of salvation. He entered the dark waters, pushing the village before him, until the clay dolls slipped off their chairs and began to gutter in the rain. The king Kansa was confounded with the father and mother of the Lord. Dark and solid, the little waves sipped, then a great wave washed, and then English voices cried, Take care. The boats had collided with each other. The four outsiders flung out their arms and grappled, and with oars and poles sticking out, revolved like a mythical monster in the whirlwind. The worshippers howled with wrath or joy as they drifted forward helplessly against the servitor who awaited them, his beautiful dark face expressionless, and as the last morsels melted on his tree, it struck them. The shock was minute, but Stella, nearest to it, shrank into her husband's arms, then reached forward, then flung herself against Aziz, and her motions capsized them. They plunged into the warm, shallow water and rose struggling into a tornado of noise. The oars, the sacred tree, the letters of Ronnie and Adela broke loose and floated confusedly. Artillery was fired, drums beaten, the elephants trumpeted, and drowning all an immense peal of thunder, unaccompanied by lightning, cracked like a mallet on the doom. That was the climax as far as India admits of one. The rain settled instantly to its job of wetting everybody and everything through, and soon spoiled the cloth of gold on the palanquin and the costly disc-shaped banners. Some of the torches went out. Fireworks didn't catch. There began to be less singing, and the tree returned to Professor Godbelly, who picked up a fragment of the mud adhering and smeared it on his forehead without much ceremony. Whatever had happened had happened, and while the intruders picked themselves up, the crowds of Hindus began a desultory move back into the town. The image went back to, and on the following day underwent a private death of its own, when some curtains of magneta and green were lowered in front of the dynastic shrine. The singing went on even longer, ragged edges of religion, unsatisfactory and undramatic tangles. God see love. Looking back at the great blur of the last 24 hours, no man could say where was the emotional center of it any more than he could locate the heart of a cloud.